Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. My question for you is going to be about UFOs. Are we truly alone in the universe? You and I may not know the answer to that question, but a handful of people at the highest rank of government have started to publicly talk about how seriously the take on UFOs and aliens are. You know, has the federal government covered up important information about UFOs? That's a question. That's a very good question. But what has stopped it from being released to the public? What are they hiding from us? Do UFOs and aliens have a biblical role to play? And who are they? What do they want from us humans? Does the Bible talk about UFOs? What is the real truth behind all the recent sightings? These are questions that many of us have asked ourselves at one point in our lives. I know I have. And I want to tell you this. Right now, there's a senior government official, official that keeps saying that UFOs and aliens are real. There's a man by the name of Haim Ashed, a retired general who was ahead of the Israeli space security program for nearly 30 years, is perhaps the highest ranking official in the military industrial complex to make the case that humans, that means you and I, are in contact with aliens. Here in the United States, no top official has officially stated that aliens are among us. But John Brennan, who ran the CIA during the Obama administration, is asking some pointed questions. And I quote, he's saying, life is defined in many different ways. Brennan also said in a conversation with economist and podcaster Tyler Cohen, he said, I think it's a bit presumptuous and arrogant for us to believe that there is no other form of life anywhere in the entire universe. Some of the phenomena we're going to be seeing continues to be unexplained and might in fact be some type of phenomenon that is the result of something that we don't yet understand and that could involve some type of activity that some may constitute as a different form of life. In other words, some of the UFO stuff could be aliens. But you know what? NASA is not having any of that. In a statement given to NBC News in response to Ashet's bombshell assertions, a spokesperson for the space agency said, and I quote, although we have yet to find signs of extraterrestrial life, NASA is exploring the solar system and beyond to help us answer these fundamental questions, including whether we are alone in the universe, make that of what you will. These are amazing conversations that we need to be having. And today to address this topic is my good friend, L.A. Marzulli. Let me give him a proper introduction. He's an author, he's a lecturer, and a filmmaker. He's written 12 books, including the Nephilim Trilogy, which made, get this, the CBA bestseller list. L.A. released his first independent film in March of 2017 called the first installment of the new series, The Watchmen Chronicles, titled, in their own words, UFOs Are Real. This hard-hitting expose of the UFO phenomena is geared towards the skeptical, is a wake-up call to what Marzulli calls the coming great deception. And I have invited him here to the program to help me answer all the questions you have. 
Please help me welcome the one and only L.A. Marzulli to the program. Hello, L.A. Hey, Mondo. Thanks for having me on. Great to be here. What do you make of the retired General Haim Ashed's claims that the U.S. and Israel have had contact with aliens? Well, um, that's the $64,000 question, is it? Are these aliens from other worlds, Zeta Reticuli, whatever, or are they interdimensional entities um, that have a nefarious agenda? Of course, I uphold and hold tenaciously to the latter. In my opinion, these are not extraterrestrials that are popping in and out, that are manipulating space, time, matter, and energy in ways that completely defy our physics. These are interdimensional entities. They have been around a long, long time. And let me, let me just throw something out to the audience. We know that um, the God of the Bible, the real God, our God, basically at some point rolls up the heavens like a scroll. So is that allegory or is it reality? In other words, is he really going to roll up the heavens like a scroll? If we are living in a holographic simulation, which, by the way, many scientists actually are looking at that and wondering, what is this really? Because we have no idea what this is, what I mean by that, basically the universe. We have really no idea what it is or where we are in it. And the fact that these entities who visit are obsessed with several things, um, at the top of their list is they want to create a hybrid entity with us which is why people are taken, they are abducted, uh, and this happens over and over and over again. Uh, sperm is taken from the males, ovum from the females, and what we get is a hybrid entity. Well, Jesus warns us it would be like the days of Noah when he returns. What differentiates the days of Noah? And I'm not making this up. I mean, out of all the, uh, out of all the Tanakh, out of all the Old Testament that Jesus could point to, he points to the days of Noah. He says, look at the days of Noah. It will be like, similar to those days when I return. What differentiates it, in my opinion, is the fallen angels coming to earth, taking women, and creating a hybrid being known as the Nephilim. And the question is, is this happening today? Look at the scripture in Daniel, where it says, their seed will mingle with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave to them. The word cleave is exactly the same word that is used in the marriage that we get back in Genesis. So there's no marriage ceremony. That personifies, if I can use that word, is exactly what's going on in the alien abduction phenomena. When you go back to Genesis 6, we know that the fallen angels came here and they took wives, plural, wives, from whoever they chose. But this is something different. They're just taking the seed. And isn't it interesting how that passage in Daniel specifically is sealed up? Daniel, seal up the words uh, to this book until the time when men will run to and fro over the face of the earth and knowledge will increase. Lo and behold, we are in that window of time as I speak. Knowledge is increasing. Men run to and fro over the earth. And now all of a sudden, this scripture, which has been hidden away for thousands of years, has a completely different reality to it. Their seed will mingle with the seed of men. So it can't be men's seed mingling with the seed of men. So what are we looking at? Whose seed are we talking about? And this is why it's imperative for the church and a Christian to understand the implications of the Genesis 3.15 narrative, which states, remember, Adam and Eve over here, pre-incarnate Christ, over here of a dragon. 
We all know what's gone on. And I believe a supreme incarnate Jesus. And Jesus says to the dragon, your seed, your offspring will be at war and enmity with the offspring, the seed of the woman. He, the coming Messiah, will crush your head. You will bruise his feet. Well, bruise his heel. That sets up the rest of the biblical narrative. In Genesis 6, we see it explode, Tower of Babel, Abraham and the five kings, Sodom and Gomorrah, finally the conquest of Canaan. And then it kind of all goes away until the modern day abduction phenomena. There are hybrids. We talk about this. I've never met one. I don't want to meet one, but I've talked to people who have, and it's very, very unnerving. L.A., you wrote a book, and I want, I want to put it on the screen right now because we've been infatuated by UFOs, and you wrote a book called UFO Disclosure, the 70-year cover-up expose. Why are we so fascinated about UFOs and aliens? Well, we basically have been programmed for this. Um, when you look at what happened at Roswell, uh, where allegedly some, some ship crashed, and it was, it was you know all over the news, it was a global event, and then they backpedaled from that. Oh, it was a weather balloon. Look, I've talked to Jesse Marcel Jr. Jesse Marcel Jr., his father was the guy that was out there in the field, and it wasn't a weather balloon, let me tell you. No matter what people will say, it's not a weather balloon. Marcel Jr., held the wreckage. His father came home, had a big box, put it all on the kitchen table, woke his wife up and his son up at 2.30 in the morning, brought them down and said, look at this wreckage. This is from another world, a vehicle not made of this world. You may never see this again. And Jesse Marcel Jr. remembered that. Of course, he was like 12 or 13. And um, I'm one of the few people, there's been others obviously, but that actually sat down and had a conversation with him and got his side of the story. Certainly, probably one of the few Christian researchers who had uh, an interview with Dr. Jesse Marcel Jr., that's as close as to the event as you can get to, his son. It was not a weather balloon. It was, in fact, metal from a craft from another world. And what we see now is from that Roswell, we had this whole... Um, uh, a sequence of, of films from Hollywood, uh, The Daily Earth Stood Still, War of the Worlds, all this stuff kept coming out, and then Star Trek, and then Star Wars. So people are basically inundated with this information, and now, of course, for the last 10 years, Ancient Aliens on the History Channel. So this is now what has become, you know, sort of tabloid and taboo is, oh, well, yeah, there's got to be life on other planets. Uh, yeah, aliens exist, yawn, what's for dinner tonight, honey? So people have become sort of anesthetized to it because they've, they've seen this over and over and over again, especially my generation. Um, you know, it's, it's just been all over the place. So this is why there's sort of a ambivalence. The church, on the other hand, you know, when I did this, Mondo, I started this, when I was 16, I started researching it. When I was in my... Um, well, when I, when I was 50, that's like 30, you know, 40 to 50, whatever. When I was 40 years old is when I started really, really researching it from a Christian perspective. And then I wrote the book, uh, not this one on the screen, but the Nephilim trilogy, which you mentioned earlier. While it is fiction, is based on decades of research. Well, I, I took all that research and started writing nonfiction works. And of course, that brings us to... Uh, the newest book, UFO Disclosure, the 70-year cover-up, and I'm speaking about Roswell, exposed. And so the church needs to understand 
that this is no longer tinfoil hat stuff, all right? That's what it was when I started talking about it to the church 30 years ago. And, you know, Christian brothers and sisters looked at me like I was had a few screws loose. Now, again, what is was what was once tabloid is now mainstream. It's on Tucker Carlson Fox News. And that that one program where Tucker Carlson had a F, uh, ex-commander David Fravor, David Fravor, an ex-commander uh, uh, of an F-18, all right, uh, F-18 pilot. That's what he was. And so Fravor's on the show, and he's a, he's a nobody. He doesn't have a book or a DVD. He's an unknown, but he's on Tucker Carlson. And so it's Tucker here, David Fravor, Commander David Fravor in the center, and over here, classified footage of the tic-tac-shaped UFO, which was unbelievable. And that was the nexus, the impetus to write the book, 70-Year Disclosure. I fell out of my chair. I thought, my gosh, the phone's going to be ringing. This is the first rung on the disclosure ladder. That was it. The church basically, unfortunately, for the most part, was ambivalent and asleep since then. And this is 2016, 2017. Since that time, uh, we've had more disclosure, more disclosure, more disclosure. They just keep rolling it out. This is the coming great deception. You think COVID changed the planet, which is, which is sort of like a precursor to what's about to happen? The day that they show up, Mondo, all bets are off. Everything changes. Life as we know it will never go back to the way it was. I have so many questions. I mean, you're, you're blowing my mind, right? You're opening up Pandora's box in my mind. I got question after question I want to ask you. I wish one day we would just go live and, and, and talk and ask questions from the viewing audience. By the way, if you just stop by or you're listening, uh, you're watching my special guest, L.A. Marzulli. He has become the foremost expert, in my opinion, about this subject. Very few people are willing to talk about what's happening. And there's, you know, L.A., the cover-up from NASA in the highest part of government, why do you think they keep covering it up as we're watching this event evolve? I think it goes back to War of the Worlds, uh, War of the Worlds in the 30s where um, that radio show, Orson Welles at the radio show, and even though he said, hey, this is fiction, we're just doing a show, he caused mass panic, absolute mass panic. Well, the military looked at that and said, wait a minute, um, we got a problem here. And the old guard, the old guard that managed the information specifically from the Pentagon and in, inside the government, all right, call it the shadow government, call it whatever you want, the military-industrial complex that Eisenhower warned us about. They put the kibosh on it. And so anyone who talked about it was labeled uh, a nutcase, tinfoil hat wearer, uh, all these pejorative, derogatory remarks. Well, now we know that Tucker Carlson, uh, maybe we shouldn't be calling it that. Maybe the phenomenon is real. In my opinion, Mondo, the old guard that was set in place from the 40s, 50s, 60s began to die off. They're all gone. Or, you know, some of these guys would be well into their 90s or over 100 years old. The new people have come in and they just go, you know what? Nobody cares. Let's see what happens. So and this is conjecture on my part. They choose Tucker Carlson. How does someone like Commander David Fravor wind up on Tucker Carlson's show? He's a total unknown. Who picks up the phone and calls Tucker's producers and goes, hey, 
We'd like to have this guy on, Commander David Fravor. He wants to talk about UFOs with you. And you go, well, does he have a book? No. Does anyone know who he is? No. Does he have a DVD? No. So he's an unknown. Yes. But he's going to be on your show next Friday because we say so. And that's exactly what happened, in my opinion. Someone called up Tucker Carlson. Why Tucker? Because Tucker's Carlson's, Tucker Carlson's audience, for the most part, is conservative, underline the next word, Christian audience. Conservative Christian audience. So they throw it up there. Why? It's a test case. Litmus test. Let's see what the conservative Christians will do if we show them real footage of UFOs with Commander David Fravor talking about his encounter with the tic-tac-shaped object over the Pacific. Let's see what happens. Guess what? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. There wasn't a ripple. A lot different from when War of the Worlds, which was a fictitious radio program, to now, you know, decades later, Commander David Fravor talking about his real encounter with a tic-tac-shaped object, and they're running the, the, the classified video at the same time. So you can see all three. Tucker, Commander David Fravor, and the class of what was once classified film on the other part of the triptych, three panels. So it's just unbelievable. And then from there, they went to rung number two, rung number three. We are now basically on the sixth rung of the disclosure ladder. And it's just, they just keep rolling it out. Just keep rolling it out. You know, I find it fascinating that the Pope's uh, chief astronomer says that life on Mars cannot be ruled out. Writing in the Vatican's newspaper, the astronomer Father Gabriel Foon said intelligent beings created by God could exist in outer space. Father Foon's director of the Vatican Observatory near Rome is a respected scientist who collaborates with universities around the world. What is the Vatican's astonishing plan and interest in UFOs and aliens? This is a mystery to me that the Vatican has gotten involved. What do you say to that? Well, uh, there's another guy called uh, Cosmonaldo, and I, I think that's how you pronounce it, and Funes together. Those two guys, they basically stated, we'll, we'll go out and baptize an alien. Look, something is going on here. There's no doubt about it. There's some, there are artifacts on Mars, in my opinion. Um, we know, and this, I, I might, I, I'm going to step into some deep water here. I'll probably trample on a bunch of toes, but just bear with me for a second. We know that something cataclysmic happened to the Earth. Because when we read in Genesis 1, it's toho evohu. It's not, it's without form and void, but it's there. So in my opinion, and I stand on the work of G.H. Pember um, and others, Clarence Larkin, uh, the, the late Dr. Chuck Missler, Gary Stearman and others, that something very cataclysmic happened in the far distant past. When Lucifer led his rebellion, we don't know how far back that goes which is why I believe that the earth, what we're living now, is a recreation, very new. Don't misunderstand me. But this whole universe that we find ourselves in, we don't know how far back that goes. And I think it could be millions and millions of years, where the angels were the only, only game in town. Satan, the dragon, Lucifer, leads a rebellion. A third of the angels follow him. Now, let me ask you something, rhetorically. Do we really believe that the angels are created on day two or three, and at 24 hours later, a third of them rebel? I'm not buying that for a minute. So I believe that it's a young earth in the sense that it's a recreated earth, but this whole thing goes further back. You may not believe that. That's fine. We can agree to disagree. But if that's true, is it possible 
that at one time life on Mars, but not humanoid life, it was a seat of, of Satan, the dragon's kingdom. It was part of his kingdom. Is it possible that planet Earth was also part of that kingdom and that, that the dragon created the entire dinosaur kingdom? And I realize that sounds wacky. I get that. I, I, I totally get it. But I mean, do you really think that T-Rex and all these other, you know, carnivores running around and they're all destroyed? Um, I think it was something that God said, no, I'm, I'm not interested in this. And that's why he creates Adam and Eve. It's a recreation. We are the replacements, in my opinion, for the fallen angels. So it's a really loaded question. It, it's, you know, and it's not, I can't possibly answer it really in, to the depth that I want to in a, you know, 25, 28 minute interview. It's almost impossible. But look, the bottom line is most Christians have a very truncated view of a supernatural. And when I, all I'm trying to say is we need to stretch. We need to realize that this thing can go back a lot further and that we are privy to this much of a picture that's this big. We see this much. Like Paul says, we see through a glass darkly. We see this much of a picture, which is this big. None of us really know how and, and when the, the angels rebelled, but we know that they did, and they took a third of them with them. And we know right now that we're in a war. And we also know that the time of the Antichrist is coming. And I think with all the signs that we're seeing, including the UFO, let me ask you this, Mondo. I'll throw a question back to you. When it says, when Jesus says that men will faint from fear from what is coming upon the earth, what the heck is he talking about? When was the last time anybody who's listening to this show, watching this show, heard any pastor talk about that at all? What is Jesus trying to warn us of? That men will faint from fear from what is coming upon, on the earth. Is it an asteroid or is it a mile-wide UFO? In my opinion, could be the asteroid. My money goes with the mile-wide UFO. Wow. Wow. Listen, if you want to know more about L.A. Marzulli and his organization, his ministry, I want you to go to his website. Start following him. Start listening. Start finding out for yourself about why he believes the way he does, what he teaches, what he shows you. I want you to get the book, by the way. I'm going to put it on the screen once again. This is just one of the books he's written, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed. This is something that you and I need to continue to have a conversation with. L.A., I just have a few more moments left. What is your message for those that are watching right now? What do we do with what we just heard you say on today's program? Where do we go from here? Well, we, we, the church needs to arm itself. We need to understand that the deception is upon us. I mean, it's coming. There's no doubt about it. it it's, it's on the way. You know, un, until 20, 2016, 2017, when Commander David Fravor appeared on Tucker Carlson, it was pretty much business as usual. Now they're rolling things out every four to six to eight weeks. We get, you know, you talked about the Israeli general. I mean, I, I was on top of that. I talked about it on my own show. Yeah, I mean, even, even uh, just a couple of days ago, the more information that, you know, we know a lot more about UFOs than we're letting on. Yeah, we know you are. Eventually, Mondo, they're going to start showing real close-up footage of the wreckage. Maybe even bring out somebody from Roswell talking about what happened in 1947. We'll see what happens. But the church, we need to arm ourselves. We have an answer that this these are not extraterrestrials from some other planet. They are, in fact, interdimensional beings, which are here, two things 
Two things. They will give us a mark, an implant, which will extend our lifespan between three and 500 years disease-free. And they'll want to be worshipped. And they'll also, they will say that they created all life on this planet. They genetically manipulated early man. They started the world's civilizations. They started the world's religions. Now they're back at this critical juncture in human history to usher mankind into a golden age. That is the deception. That is the coming great deception. And you heard it here first on Mondo's show. Wow. L.A. Marzulli, one of the greats. Follow him on social media. You can go on YouTube and find him. But I'm going to put his address on this screen. You have to get his books. You have to read them. You have to be able to understand what he's talking about. I dare you. I double dare you to go to his website. Get the Bible in one hand and get his material on the other hand and find out what is it that God has to say about life in other planets. What does God have to say about what we talked about today? The Bible says that in the last days we will be deceived. As a matter of fact, when you look at Matthew 24, oh, by the way, L.A., you got to come back and talk about days of chaos. For me, that book is the index of what we're going through right now. I got one more minute left. Do you feel like your book, Chaos, uh, is it relevant to what we're going through right now? Oh, absolutely. It's right out of Matthew 24. Wars and rumors of wars, famines, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places, major earthquakes, volcanic activity happening, signs in the heavens. Are you kidding me? We are in it. We are in it. Wow. L.A. Marzullo, you got to come back anytime. The door is open for you, sir, because I respect your voice. I respect men and women that really do their diligence. Uh, they, they, they're going to research and they find out for themselves and they talk to the experts and then they help us understand biblically what all this means. Listen, stop being ignorant. Stop, you know, hiding. Stop running away from the information. There's a social movement and a woke movement that has infiltrated the church that is preaching another gospel. I dare you to read the Bible for yourself. I dare you to find out what is it that God has to say about the time and the place that we're in right now. Don't be caught unaware. Listen, I don't know if there's a life on other planets. It doesn't mean life can exist in other planets. Listen, for it well might be, but the Bible does tell us about the important truths that you and I can hope for. Find out what is it that God wants to talk to us about. You know, the word Bible simply means basic instructions before living earth. I don't know if that's true, but I love to say that we need instructions on how to survive on this earth. We need to understand all the things that are happening all around us. Strange things that is hard to understand. It's time for the church to begin to go back to the word of God. Stop treating the prophets and, 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 and prophetic words like they're, you know, Chinese cookies and, and whatnot, expecting to receive a word from God. Go back to the word of God. Find out how the world was made. Find out all the things that are taking place. Nothing is new under the sun. All I know is that God has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us on the cross to forgive us of our sin, but also to reveal to us his amazing plan for you and I. The Bible says that I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. There's still time. I have to go. 
LA, thank you for your time. Thank you for this information. And remember, keep the faith. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.